the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to a new week of Bruce Hooley Shows on The Answer Network. Glad to have you along, whether it's in Western Ohio, VO 94.5 in Dayton, or in Central Ohio, VO 98.9 in Columbus. We will tackle the top headlines today locally and nationally. And unfortunately, the top headline locally, uh, two of them are not good. Uh, We lost over the weekend uh, the kind of person that we need in state government in Ohio. Uh, we lost him too soon, and we lost him suddenly. Uh, Chris Jordan represented two-thirds of Delaware County in the Ohio House. Uh, you don't need to know anything about him other than the fact that he was a supporter of Derek Marin for Speaker of the House to know that he was on the right side of the drama that's going on within the Republican Party in our General Assembly. Uh, I did not know Chris Jordan, but I know people who knew him, and they are devastated uh, by his very sudden death. Uh, he's 46 years old, he's a father of three, and that's why the flags in the state of Ohio are flying at half-staff, because the governor has ordered it so. Uh, he is a uh, still a young man, but he developed his interest in politics at an exceedingly young age and was standing up for the right things in the General Assembly. You are a fan of the uh, separation of boys and girls in high school sports. Chris Jordan was your guy. Uh, You were a fan of the backpack bill. Chris Jordan was your guy. You were a fan of the heartbeat bill. Chris Jordan was your guy. These are just some of the things that he endorsed and that will be harder to get enacted now because, sadly, the uh, passing of Chris Jordan vacates his seat and the person who will fill his seat is the person that Chris Jordan did not endorse for Speaker of the Ohio House, Jason Stevens, will decide who is replacing Chris Jordan. And there is no shortage of candidates to replace Chris Jordan. Unfortunately, those who have stepped forward already uh, have not had the decency to allow Chris Jordan uh, a proper memorial service before they make known um, their very ambitious desire to succeed him in the House. And my fear is Jason Stevens will appoint somebody that Jason Stevens can get along with, that will not push back against Jason Stevens and the 22 so-called Republicans in the Ohio House uh, who aligned with Democrats, Jason Stevens will pick somebody like that. He will not pick somebody like Chris Jordan. And that is as disrespectful an action as Jason Stevens could take Oh, he'll say that he was very, very close to Chris Jordan. Maybe Jason Stevens thinks so. They were not close in their alignment behind true conservative principles. They might have been close because Chris Jordan's a good guy, and he 
finds it easier to be agreeable than disagreeable about matters that are not of consequence. But the things that Chris Jordan stood for are assuredly things of consequence. Pro-life positions. Truth positions. A boy is a boy. A girl is a girl. That is determined at birth, not by your feelings. And Chris Jordan staunchly wanted to protect the Ohio Constitution. He was in favor of making it so that a majority vote could not amend it, but it would take a 60% vote. So this is a big loss for conservatism in the state of Ohio. And it shows again that people who are willing to make deals, compromise their principles... In order to gain power are people you have to keep a very close eye on because that is how Jason Stevens became Speaker of the Ohio House. And now, besides having the power of that gavel, he has the power to replace an authentic conservative with someone who is a Republican in name only. Show me something, Jason Stevens. Show me you're not as power-hungry and duplicitous and backstabbing as you have proven yourself to be already. Show me you are a different person than that by appointing somebody like Chris Jordan to replace Chris Jordan. We'll stand by and see. I have zero confidence that Jason Stevens will do so. Zero confidence. So please pray because we need your prayers because maybe the Holy Spirit can get through to Jason Stevens because reason and propriety and authenticity and keeping his word so far have not managed to keep Jason Stevens in line at all. Now, we have two people dead last night at a Shell gasoline station on I-71 at Morrow County. Can't miss it. You go up I-71, big, beautiful Morrow County, welcome to Morrow County uh, sign over the top of the interstate. And... I've stopped at this gas station before. Anybody who's made a trip to Cleveland, it's very possible you make a trip to this gas station or one in that particular neighborhood. Pam, this is your part of the country. It is my part of the country. And um, uh, the owner of that station is actually a a friend of my my father who passed a few years ago. So it it was quite a shock to watch that story unfold on the news media last night. And, um, yeah, praying for the family. So let me say – I forgot to say one thing about Chris Jordan because it's, he's 46 years old and he dies very suddenly and a lot of people are like wondering if it's fishy. It's not fishy. Chris Jordan was a type 1 diabetic. Type 1 diabetic. And so he had a diabetic issue that that can happen. And yes. that is what happened and that, that is what led his death. There's nothing fishy at all. In this situation in Morrow County, you might say, okay, this is weird. They've got two dead bodies and they have, according to news reports, all potential suspects accounted for. Accounted for. All right. So what does that mean? That means that one of the suspects is dead Correct. because they have two dead bodies. Okay. Now it could be two who were involved in it, but no, this appears to be from everything we're gathering, a criminal who tried to rob someone and in the course of trying to rob them, very tragically took a life, Mm -hmm. but also lost their life because others intervened. 
We know a little more than that, we think, but we want to be real careful in not saying something that later proves to be true. There is no reason for us to try to race out details and get first, and I don't want to risk being wrong on this. But what you know from the fact that they are not looking for any more suspects is that the person that they believe precipitated this incident lost their life in this incident. That's the way it seems, yes. And they have not released names yet because of uh, notification of next of kin. Yeah, so we will let you know that, but uh, so often the race to be first results in a race to be wrong. And while I'm very certain we're not wrong, there just is no grand prize for being first. No need to be. So we're just going to let it play out because this is, from all that we know, a very, very tragic situation. And BCI was on the scene fairly quickly, uh, several medics on the scene quickly, and uh, the sheriff's department, um, Morrow County Sheriff John Hinton. I'm sure that he will share the details when he can. I would think by maybe as early as noon today when the news TV news stations start up, but certainly by 6 p.m. tonight, this will all be laid out very clearly. I think so, too. For people. All right. Saturday, just after midnight, so into Saturday morning, just after midnight Friday, we had a woman shot and killed by a Pickaway County Sheriff's deputy at a hotel in Circleville. Uh, Roadway in on U.S. Route 23. They're handling that. Uh, Pickaway County Sheriff's is not released any additional information at this time. The latest on the train derailment in East Palestine, Ohio. I know. You'll be shocked. Another dropped ball. Uh, This is amazing to me that we have thousands and thousands and thousands of gallons of toxic chemicals leaking into the soil. And they're digging it up because the people have East Palestine insisted, hey, get that stuff out of here. We don't want that soaking into our groundwater. I'd be the exact same way. So they start digging it up and they start bussing it out of there or trucking it out of there. And, oh, whoops. We don't want it where it's going. Some of it goes to Michigan and some of it goes to Texas. Now, I don't blame people in Michigan and Texas for not wanting this contaminated soil. What I find astounding is that This wasn't cleared ahead of time if you're going to take it somewhere so that it doesn't have to be brought back to East Palestine and then dispatched somewhere else. Here's a CNN news report that says Ohio Governor Mike DeWine was not briefed on where in the country the shipments of toxic soil would be sent. That's from his spokesperson, who is Dan Tierney. The train is responsible for the train company. Norfolk Southern is responsible for the transport of the material. And the EPA is responsible for regulating that transport. Whoops, EPA. Whoops. Oh, they're trucking it out. Where's it going? Well, I don't know. Maybe I ought to find out. Yeah, maybe you should. Well, the Biden administration never rests in its uh, staunch commitment to doing everything it can, right? It's doing everything it can to lower gas prices, doing everything it can to secure the southern border. 
uh, doing everything it can to get inflation under control. And now we have a new one. Uh, The Biden administration is, according to Jake Sullivan, National Security Advisor, doing everything it can to get to the bottom of the origins of COVID. But it sounds to me like uh, some of the people in the Biden administration have already gotten to the bottom of COVID. Big headlines over the weekend. Uh, The Wall Street Journal says that the Department of Energy has assessed that the COVID-19 pandemic most likely came from a lab leak in China. Whoops. Careful, Department of Energy. You can get tossed off YouTube and every other Google enterprise and social media, Meta, Facebook, Twitter, and all the others, for saying such utter nonsense. You could be canceled. Tom Cotton was for suggesting that. Oh, the New York Times went after Tom Cotton in a big, big way. Here was the headline. Senator Tom Cotton repeats fringe theory of coronavirus origins. Oh, fringe theory, huh? This started to become mainstream when John Stewart, not exactly a bastion of conservative thought, uh, went on Bill Maher and said, oh, what do you think the odds are that the Wuhan coronavirus came from the Wuhan China Institute of Virology? He was making a joke about how stupid it was for people to say that that was not a possibility. Well, now the Department of Energy says, yeah, we think it came from a lab. So uh, what about it, Jake Sullivan? He's on CNN. Uh, Is he ready to say that COVID came from a lab? I want to ask about a new Wall Street Journal report out this morning that a classified intelligence report from the Department of Energy concludes that the coronavirus pandemic most likely did not emerge naturally, but it did come from a laboratory leak. Did the coronavirus pandemic start in a lab? Is that what you believe now? Well, Dana, there is a variety of views in the intelligence community. Some elements of the intelligence community have reached conclusions on one side, some on the other. A Mm. number of them have said they just don't have enough information to be sure. Here's what I can tell you. President Biden has directed repeatedly Uh, every element of our intelligence community to put effort and resources behind getting to the bottom of this question. And one of the things in that Wall Street Journal report, uh, which I can't confirm or deny, but I will say the reference to the Department of Energy, President Biden specifically requested that the national labs, which are part of the Department of Energy, be brought into this assessment because Mm -hmm. he wants to put every tool at use uh, to be able to figure out what happened here And if we gain any further insider information, we will share it with Congress and we will share it with the American people. But right now, there is not a definitive answer that has emerged from the intelligence community on this question. Mm, Not a definitive. Not a definitive. It's just that the Department of Energy, which is over the CDC, over the NIH, over all that, they say it came from a lab. That's why I was I was about to ask. But that was answered there. Why would the Department of Energy be involved in this? Because they're over all the health agencies. I'm glad that was explained. So we're still not going to say that it came from a lab because, you know, President Biden, he's got this close (laughs) friendship with his buddies in China and he doesn't want to put any pressure on them. And besides then, you know, if we say it came from a lab, then the next thing you know, the American taxpayer, those of you who weren't allowed to hold the hand of your mom or dad or grandma or grandpa while they died because covid well, then they're going to expect us to exact penalties against China. And, you know, that can get a little ticklish for President Biden because uh, he says China's not our enemy. They're, uh, they're our competitor. And, well, Hunter's laptop and 
all the rest. I don't know if they'll ever admit this, but remember how vilified Trump was for saying that he wanted to look into it. Oh, you couldn't even suggest it. If you suggested it, you were racist. You were anti-Asian. You were every bad name they could think of to lob at you applied to you. If you dared to suggest that something was going on, that it seemed fishy that, oh, they won't let us into the lab after the fact. The World Health Organization goes over there. No, we're not going to let you in. Couldn't find it. Couldn't come up with a possibility for how it might have migrated from a bat. The wet market was the reason, right? The wet market was the reason. Mm. You got to be crazy. I think this is a cut of Donald Trump from way back in the day. Let's check. And my question is, have you seen anything at this point that gives you a high degree of confidence that the Wuhan Institute of Virology was the origin of this virus? Yes, I have. Yes, I have. And I think that the World Health Organization should be ashamed of themselves because they're like the public relations agency for China. And this country pays them almost $500 million a year. And China pays them $38 million a year. And uh, whether it's a lot or more, it doesn't matter. It's still, they shouldn't be making excuses when people make horrible mistakes, especially mistakes that are causing hundreds of thousands of people around the world to die. Now, Donald Trump is typically not a man given to understatement. But that was very early on in the pandemic. And he said hundreds of thousands of people. Well, we now know it's millions. It's millions of people. I sound like Trump. Millions and millions of people. Couldn't look. Couldn't look in the lab. Couldn't look anywhere. Couldn't say it. Couldn't talk about it. Couldn't ask questions. Remember Fauci? Oh, we did not. We did not. I'm a little rusty on my Fauci. It's been a while since I've done Fauci. We did not fund gain-of-function research in the Wuhan Institute of Virology. No, but you got really rich. You got really rich. And so did Pfizer. Senator Paul, I have never lied to Congress. Really? Really, Fauci? You're really good Man, oh man, I hope we go after that little <laughs> weasel. What a weasel. To be a healthcare professional and to engage willfully in repeated lying while people around the country die and suffer and you assuage your guilt, you turn it off, you mute it because the cash register keeps ringing and you take awards after award after award and go on TV endlessly sucking up the compliments of liberal morons who refuse to see what is right in front of their face. Oh, you have an institute of virology and a virus emerges from it that we've never seen before and you know you funded experimentation on making it worse? What a rat. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.